mama I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy Trying to raise a man There's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate What up, what up, y'all? My name is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're tuning to Cognac, Cupcakes, and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short, it's a single de Mayo vibe. Yay! Yay. Yes, single de Mayo vibe. Yay. Yay! Hey, so... How did you spend your single de Mayo, Miss K? Ms. I Hell? went out to lunch. Um, Bay took me out. He was like, you know, it's been a while since I treated you. Nice. So I am going to take you out to eat. Where do you want to go? So we went to our favorite little Mexican restaurant up the street from us in Alexandria. And it was absolutely delicious. Had some nachos. Came back and made some margaritas. And I'm tipsy. Ah, well, we both are twinsies. (laughs) And I had nachos too. Um, I went to a friend's house to like kind of do a late birthday celebration slash um, also Cinco de Mayo. It wasn't going to be a big thing, but y'all know me like. Any theme in a in a celebratory moment, I'm a like, please Kel, tell them. It doesn't and take glitter, much. yes, you were extra. <laughs> like it don't take much for me to be like, oh, napkins that match to the day's date. I'm getting it just because. Yep. So um yeah, it was it was slight. We just got a couple balloons. Somebody got her some um cake and um we had that bomb like strawberry red velvet cake from cold stone which was so good especially when you're drunk off of strawberry margaritas salute to alicia so it was rochelle's birthday let me say names <laughs> she's a happy birthday again rochelle um and salute to alicia for making those bomb margaritas yeah and bemi for the cake um yeah and so it was good and we was doing that Casamigos shit, you know, because the Casamigos is the wave um, when it comes to tequila for me. Like, I'm so, I love a, te- a Casamigos. So, yeah, we're going to try and make this a straightforward episode. <laughs> I am blasted slightly. <laughs> Liddy like a titty, y'all. We yeah, like yeah, man. I'm tired. I had my dinner too. I, I had some salmon, green beans, and y'all don't care about this, but <laughs> it was like a coconut brown rice. Mm. It was cool. I feel like it needed a little more salt. I had that from, it was like one of those little packets that you get from the store, mm-hmm. but it was interesting. Like I kind of vibe with it and, you know, brown rice is really filling, so you know, y'all know I'm. We always be on here try, talking about trying to lose weight. I actually finally lost two pounds again, which be taking me forever to do. But what happened was, I was really counting my calories the last um, week, so it was finally happening. I say was because I'm sure I got at least one pound up today from <laughs> the stuff we was having. But uh, oh, Rochelle made these bomb. It seemed like something you would like, Kel. It was. Um, I don't know what cheese. Oh, she used like the cheese, the queso cheese that you get from the store, like the little 
El Paso or whoever. And then she had, I don't know exactly if she added anything else, but I know that she had the hot um, sausage meat from Jimmy Dean. And that's what she used instead of ground beef with the, at least I think instead of ground beef with the cheese. And it was good. Added that up on them chips. Stand it up. And then we had these hot and sweet jalapenos from, I think Bemi brought that because I know she likes that. Um, from Trader Joe's uh-huh. girl it was like the extra it was like it was a perfect combo oh my Ooh. god with lettuce and guacamole we had all that stuff too like I like that more than the tacos that we we had initially planned and made so so good so I good know. you know what I'm craving right now mm-hmm. two things it was like random cravings like I was watching New Amsterdam on Hulu and I was like oh mm-hmm. I want some Mexican street corn and then Ooh. I was like, you remember that it was this like, it was another corn-based thing too. It was at Chevy's. It was like the sweet corn. I don't know what it was like. Yeah. Corn. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was called, but I yeah. want that. And yeah. Is Chevy still around in Waldorf? I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been to Waldorf in a while, so. Word. Sure. Word. Well, um y'all should check out on our instagram page um the latest reel that kel did which was a nice little cognac margarita for all the people that don't you know you know they want to intermingle their cognac with their tequila kel tell them you know what was in the drink so i did um a douce Mm-hmm. margarita like a douce cadillac type of margarita because i had yeah. some cilantro had some grandma yay and if you don't have margarita mix you could just use triple triple sex sour and lime juice mm-hmm. equivalent um oh see i can't even talk y'all because i'm a little drunk <laughs> to, um to be equivalent to the margarita mix of mm-hmm. sugar my rim well not sugar but rimmed my drink with tajin season and right i wish i had a lime but i ran out of lime from margaritas over the weekend (laughs) (laughs) so it's been a margarita type of you know week or whatever week exactly yes and i was surprised because at first i was like i need to go to the store get some peach puree because i was a little nervous Mm -hmm. cognac with you know all the tequilas and i knew i was going to use the grandma yay and i knew i was going to use the quantro which are a little bit stronger than what like a triple sec or yeah, or any other like liqueur would be. So I was like, oh, maybe I should just make it a peach margarita to be safe. But that thing was surprisingly good. It was like so good that it was like, oh, I can do this. And then I kept doing it. Yeah, and I saw you said you was on P- drink number three. Yeah, that thing was thanging. That thing I had was uh, okay. two and a half, so and a shot. So I'm basically on the same wave as you, sis. Exactly. So after this pod, I am going to sleep real good tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, without further ado, let's, let's go ahead and get into this uh, motivational moment. This week, we are talking about um, mothers, you know, because it's Mother's Day coming up this Sunday. And as you heard from the tune th- that is describing this week's episode, Dear Mama, you know, we're just going to touch on being a mom and also having a mom and just life in those yeah. two frames, like when you're sandwiched in between the two. But exactly. expectations yeah. versus reality. But yeah. yes, 
back to what you were saying to our motivational moment. Um, this week's motivational moment is having a tough time with an issue you don't have control of, write about it. If y'all tune into our last week's episode, we talked a lot about chakras. And one thing that was really big for me and turns out big for um Anna was our throat chakra was blocked with a lot of people. And we've been having to like find ways that would relate to us to be able to express ourselves. And mm-hmm. what we learned from that is there's different ways that you can do it. You can um, activate and rebalance your chakras through writing. You can rebalance your chakras through, you know, fire, through water, but use the elements of the worth of the world, which is earth, wind, that's earth, wind, and fire, Lord, y'all. Yeah, earth. no, no. Isn't it that? <laughs> but yeah, it's actually, hold on. In a sense, yeah. <laughs> earth, wind, fire, water, yeah. and well, yeah, wind. You said wind. So is it four? It's four elements? Yes, I think. Okay, right. yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that is what we're talking about. So we just want you guys to, if you're not able to speak um, how you feel, write about it. You could throw it away. You could read it to the person. You can mail it off to the person and release. But either way, you need to have that release. Amen. Amen. All right. And let's get into this R&R. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. All right, y'all. So there's not much that we care about in this week's (laughs) R&R. Not going to front. So we're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, in trash or ratchetness. It looks like Derek Chauvin's lawyer has already motioned for um, a mistrial or a second trial, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we don't care, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess we should care to a certain extent, especially if they they grant it to him. I'm not sure if it's been granted just yet, but he's already motioned for it. So just look for that coming down the pipeline. They, you know, they, I'm, I heard that his lawyer was already preparing for this once the trial was starting not to go in Derek Chauvin's favor. So, you know, they, they're going to be working overtime to one reduces. He hasn't even been sentenced, sentenced right. yet. So I'm just like, man, it's the, it's the <laughs> audacity for me. It's, okay. <laughs> you know, so um speaking of audacity it looks like drake is in the middle of some kind of crap between (laughs) or he's being accused of being a homework wrecker per se um he's being a homeworker uh to this couple that i knew nothing about um (laughs) naomi sharon and her fiance named what is this guy's name because apparently he's the more popular one Damn, I do not know his name, but you could look her up. <laughs> and apparently um, they've been engaged for eight years. Lord, I, it seemed like they were more so together for eight years and got engaged from his post, the boy, the fiance's post. But she's a singer. He's a singer. And um, he's Drake is being accused of breaking up their engagement after her fiance claimed that she was unfaithful by cheating on him with um, Drake. And it's just funny. Like he, he definitely read the ish out of her. Um, That might be worth bringing up, but what I do want to say is it's funny to me how people really don't have a grasp of reality. 
because if you was deciding to F with Drake, and this is coming from me who's a Drake stan. Right. You had an eight-year relationship or eight-year engagement, whatever it is, you know, something substantial with this guy. And b- judging by what he said in his little IG post, IG story post about how, you know, imagine being with this in this beautiful, I'm paraphrasing, but being in this beautiful relationship for all these years, and then you get the chance of a lifetime to be on a track with um, the, a worldwide star musician. And then it's all, all the trust is thrown to the wayside and you get knives in your back or some, something like that, you know, and you don't know this person, who this person has become. My thing is, what do you think you are to Drake? And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not really trying to, you know, victimize the guy or whatever. I don't know their relationship. I wasn't there in the bed with her and Drake, if that even occurred between them, but I just want to say for scenarios like this, y'all, it's not worth it. And a lot of times we see the men do this where they risk it all for, for, you know, someone that's not important uh, (laughs) or not going to be around that long. It's just a one nighter, uh, Mm -hmm. especially for women, I would say, because we're just more emotional creatures for the most part. Mm -hmm. Don't risk that on no Drake. Definitely not no Drake. And no matter how attractive he is to you, and it's like, oh my God, he's giving me all this attention. Oh my God, all that stuff. It is temporary. Is mm-hmm. it worth losing your whole relationship? And I say that to both men and women, but I'm just referring yeah. to this this alleged situation. That wasn't worth it, sis. Now you just in the tabloids and the blogs. For be- and you ain't gonna get no money from this. This is not something that you would gain money from unless you want to be known as the right. Girl. I mean, I mean, and it's you probably the most you'll get is like club promos, like the girl who once dated, um, dated uh Drake. And I doubt that because you didn't even really date him, you just fucked him, right? Right. And she did music on his, his certified lover boy album, she sang on there, but it's probably like background vocals and stuff like now, Georgia Smith was, you know, one of the people that, you know, she did some vocals on the More Life album and she kind of blew up since then or whatever. She did the, um, you need to get this together so we can get together, which I did like that song or whatever, but she kind of blew up after that, um, after like a year or so, you know, but it's, it's not worth it. Like when it comes to your home life, nah, you shouldn't be risking that for no Drake because it's so temporary. He he's throwing chicks away left and right. Like he's not serious. Remember, about remember your name. And he and he if this is true, he a dirty dog because he flew them both out and still smashed. That's nasty. That's nasty. You flew out the girl and her fiance to make it seem like you all cool with both of them, and then you slept with the girl. That's dirty. That is some real low shit. That's like karma. If that is true, karma gonna bite that ass, Russ. Karma gonna bite that ass. So Uh, what else in Ratchet News? There was, oh, J. Cole is gonna be coming out with a new album, I think later this month. So 
Everybody get ready for that. He seems like he's excited. Um, what else is there? Uh, you know who uh, just had a baby, but we didn't know apparently, or maybe y'all did know, and I just phased out. Um, Kelly Rowland had her her baby. Was it a boy Ooh. or a girl? Do you know? Uh-uh. I remember her being pregnant, but I, I, I forgot that yeah, she had the baby off the sneak dolo to like. <laughs> We well not Dolo because clearly she was clearly not Dolo because um what was in the news was that she was sharing how when she went into labor with this child, um, she was able to share it on Zoom with Beyonce and with Michelle, as well as her mother in law and I guess Tina and maybe some other people. So they watched her give birth. What? I said I forgot she was married and okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's married, and yeah, so she had her friends on there, and I was telling our friend Gemma earlier, I was like, that it seems like some Gemma stuff, and then I was like, Loki seems like me too, because I'd be on that tip too. <laughs> I was like, I might even try that. <laughs> I might put y'all on Zoom whenever I get pregnant, <laughs> and and it's time for me to give birth, child. But um, it was they said it was a beautiful experience to have all those cheerleaders around and you know all that good stuff. So congrats to her. I think she had a boy, but I'm not in the mood to Google it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, last story, I guess that I'll share is that. Um, Let's see. Oh, Will Smith. That's a fun, loving story. So Will Smith posted a picture of himself, you know, looking like he had a little extra love on his on his body, you know, more to love, as they used to say on Black Planet when you described your body type, more to love. I'm definitely in that 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 range now, more to love. So he had, you know, some more to love going on, and he was like, basically, hey. I ain't going to front, y'all. I'm in the worst shape I've ever been in my life. But a lot of people p- commented on the fact that he looked happy, too. He, he did. Looked like- he did. He was flaunting that, that baby belly like it was nothing. And I am happy for it because I'm rocking that same belly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I like the shorts, too. Right. The little baby shorts. Yes. Yes. He looked cool with it. So it was just like, man, live your life. It's a pandemic, you know? Um, but it looks like he decided that he's going to get it together now. Um, he decided that he's going to have some special, I think he's doing a whole, let me, let me read it <laughs> instead of being ignorant. Let me just go ahead and read it. All right. So he says, this is the body that can- <laughs> he posted a second video where he was really posing without anything, but just the shorts fully with the stomach out. And he said, this is the body that carried me through an entire pandemic and countless days grazing through the pantry. I love this body, but I want to feel better in all caps. No more midnight muffins. This is it. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life, teaming up with YouTube to get my health and wellness back on track. Hope it works. And he tagged his you know, his company, his film company, Westbrook and someone named Aiden, maybe that's his trainer. I don't know. Um, And then it looks like some other celebrities are joining in on the fun. We have a few celebrities like comedian. What's this guy's name again? Chris Spencer. um, They have Marlon Wayans. Another guy whose PP was really huge in his shorts. 
Uh, it's like, sorry, I'm out of stock. Um, <laughs> and a few other, I think, random people um, that he included in the post. And they all like kind of pose like him with like little shorts. Um, I don't know if I said Marlon Wayans already, but Marlon Wayans mm-hmm. was one of them. And his caption was, ha, 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 let's get it. Let's go get it after picks due in 12 weeks. Hashtag Big Willie Challenge. So. Well. Yes. And, um, yeah, so salute to them. Um, I'll be checking out all of his workouts that he's going to be doing on YouTube because, hey, I'm a work in progress. Right, right. I was just... um, Talking with my coworker about getting a cleanse done, like it seemed like we were all on the same tip. We went out to um eat the other day. It was like, yeah, we just need to like clean out our whole body. So um she had shared that she was doing a three day juice cleanse, and I was like, mm. yeah, you know, send me the link. And then it, it ended up being the same thing that I was looking into getting. So oh, yeah, girl, we all just need to get get right. Get cleanse. Right. Yeah, like, you know, with COVID, things are scary. But I remember before the wedding, me and you was talking about how we was going to do the colon cleanse. Mm -hmm. Well, what I will share with you is that one um, mutual person that we both know is doing the Keisha K.O.R. And she told me that she is um, the Keisha K.O.R. T. Have you heard about that? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, so Keisha K.O.R. has this cleansing tea that people are dropping hella weight from. Now, it is... I believe it's probably aggressive. In fact, my ex-boyfriend's little sister was talking about it and she was like, oh, it works. But I was I was in for it. And, and that was like her first day. So I don't know if it's something that you get used to, but um, people be steeping the tea for four hours. Uh. <laughs> so the tea be like black, black in the cup. So I'll keep you posted on how... Uh, that person does with the tea, um, mm-hmm. the person that we both know, because I was telling her, like, listen, depending on it's how you word. do with it, I might, I might holler at that, but I, I'm a little nervous. I'm going to stick with the smooth move. I did the smooth move the other day and it wasn't bad. I didn't drink the whole cup though. I was like, I'm going to start off with like a half a cup of tea. And it was like a little eight ounce cup. It wasn't even like a huge, like these mugs, these coffee mugs that we be having be like 12 hours, 12 um, ounces ounces minimum, you know, usually. So I had like a mini, like eight ounce cup, my little don't quit your daydream cup. Uh And I was, I'm going to drink half of this tonight. Uh And it wasn't bad the next day. It felt like a little more than mild period cramps. It's like, oh, okay, something. All right. And then I went, did my, what I had to do. And it was like three times Uh and it wasn't like, I know this is getting TMI. We will talk off air about that, but (laughs) it was, it was, it was gentle. Right. Like they say smooth move. It was a gentle ride. So, but I don't know if it's going to be the same for that, that, uh, that Keisha K or T because people said, they got them, it got them running red lights to get to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man. That's what people saying on Twitter. So I'm like, hmm, child. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the things we do. <laughs> right, right. And this yes. wasn't even necessarily to lose weight. I just noticed that, you know, y'all, y'all better check y'all bowel movements. I noticed oh, yeah. it's you know, like gut health, basically. Like that's yes. really what my main 
my main thing, my first priority is gut health because I was like, oh, it's not mm-hmm. where it needs to be. And then secondarily would be weight loss. Right. I agree. And that's actually the first, the reason why I first did it because it was like last, it was, it was Monday that I did it. And it was like that whole weekend from uh, the, the, a baby shower that I did Friday night, like being stressed out, eating like cheesecake factory. And then, you know, Eric's birthday party on Sunday. Like I just over, I felt nasty. Yeah. I was like, I just want to get this stuff out of me. Just let it go. And I might do that again because I overdid it today. (laughs) I might drink it again tonight, to be honest. So, Uh yeah, girl. Now that we're done talking (laughs) to a bunch of TMI, we're going (laughs) to move on to the TMD convo, which is the Mother's Day convo, Dear Mama convo. Okay. And, you know, what what we're just talking about today in our quick talk topic is just... You know, a lot of times we are giving props to our moms, which is due, you know, and just, but uh, we want to get real. We want to get to the nitty gritty with y'all and have a real conversation about moms and momming. Um, Because a lot of us, you know, just like how we always say it's not just about us anymore. A big part of that theory or that notion is like being responsible for children of your own. You know, not just the children of the future or whatever. It's also children and nieces and nephews and all that of your own and guiding them and stuff like that. So um, we want to talk about like our relationships with moms. You know, sometimes it's not the greatest. That's just real. Sometimes it can be um, not troublesome, but um, taxing and especially as you get older and you start to probably pull away as a grown adult. I I mean, honestly, I could say my mom and I have had those moments and it was tough because you get to a place where you start to learn as the older you get, you start to learn that your parent is a human too. And you have to accept that they're not I hate to say perfect, but that I think that's the pedestal we put them on because it's like, this is my mom or this is my dad. And this is, you know, I always trusted them. I always felt like, you know, I needed to. We put them in a teacher role. So as a teacher. Yeah, what, they're, 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 right. what they say is Bible. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's like, I can't go against, you know. Um, and then when you find out that it's like, oh, snap, you know, they aren't perfect. And it's like, I kind of got to make it decisions about my life by myself sometimes and sometimes they're not gonna like that Uh Um, and sometimes you're gonna have to buck back against them when they don't like that uh kel do you have like you like kind of agree with what i'm saying yeah absolutely as a daughter not necessarily well as a mom too i mean it's early for you because e-man just turned 13 Mm -hmm. happy belated birthday to my boo um, my baby boy, that's not so much of a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird. Cause that, you know, I remember being pregnant with him and I remember having him and it's just like, how did you become a teenager? You know, but, um, to add on to what you did say is not only that we're human. I think just when you just think about the evolution of, of humans, so much we learn and grow in knowledge with the way times are like everything is changing all the time. So the things that we probably didn't think of in the past, we think about differently now as adults. 
And it also goes into the different seasons that you are in. You know, like our parents, mm-hmm. they were in a different season at the time that they had us. I think that's the best way to say it. And mm-hmm. then now that they're an adult and we're adults and, you know, we're starting to go into the, the realms of we're having our own kids and, and we're having their grandkids, the way that they treat their grandkids will be completely different parenting styles and go contradict everything that they did with teaching mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. um it is it can be taxing and it could all it has room for a lot of reflection on our parts as who what type of parent do you want to be and taking the knowledge and the lessons that you've learned from your parents and seeing what you can keep and what you should just throw away. So mm-hmm. And with that said, how do you feel like you can honor your parents even when, you know, like, because Mother's Day is all about honoring and thanking your mom. Mm -hmm. And we can't lie. Some people don't have the best relationships with their moms. And sometimes that can affect their, um, you know, their situations with, their own children or whatever, or some people don't even want to have children, unfortunately. I shouldn't say unfortunately, because that's me being judgmental because of what I want. So let me recognize that. Some people decide to not have children because they have, because they, when only when they say it, I'm not saying every person is this way, but there are some people that because of their tumultuous relationship with their parents or their mom, they're like, I'm not sure I'm going to be a good parent. Mm-hmm. You know, I think somebody on um, Married at First Sight was talking about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't know if I would be a great parent because I just don't know how to parent. And I think a lot of people see that in men a lot of times when they don't have a father figure. But there's a lot of women who feel that way, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of went down a, a a rabbit hole. But bringing it back around, I just wanted to, like, ask. How do you feel like people can honor their mothers, even if they don't have the greatest relationship with them? And should they honor them? I think that you should still honor your parents. And then I'm going to speak from it from two parts, a two part fold. One, Mm -hmm. from a spiritual perspective, you know, the Bible says honor your uh, father and mother um, so that your days can be long. Um, So that's one spiritual perspective. And then from the other perspective, not everything is always bad. There's there's always some positive aspects to even a, the most tumultuous, tumultuous, tumultuous yeah. relationship that you might um have had. I really should have not had that last margarita honestly <laughs> before I did this podcast. I really should not have had it. But um, <laughs> ooh, bear with me, y'all. So um, yeah. I think that there is still a lesson that could be learned because that now teaches you what not to do. So there's mm-hmm. always a positive side to it. So I think that we should still honor them because even in that, uh, what of uh, the lesson of what not to do, it kind of gave you a groundwork to, to figuring out the path of what you want, how you want to shape your relationship with, if you were to have a child, or even if you don't want to have a child, like say, have your own child or say if you want to be a secondary parent, you know, godparent, whatever the case may be, or, you know, adoptive parent, foster parent, whatever you want to do. (laughs) 
So it kind of gives you that groundwork for that. So for me, I think we should still honor our, our parents with regarding, you know, with or without having the greatest relationship. I'll be the first one to tell you that I don't have the best relationship that I would like to have with my mom. And it's a work in progress. It's not bad to the point where like, I have hate towards my mom or anything like that, but it's more so like, it could be better. Mm-hmm. It could be better. And I want to actively, you know, try to pursue to have the best relationship that I can, but I have to set boundaries and I have to make sure that realize that that, that person is going to be who they are. And the only person that you can control is you. Mm. So um, take the notes that you learn and I say just apply it to your future of how you want to be as a parent and know that you're never going to get it right it's always going to be something that your child is going to feel like you didn't get right and that's okay yes yes and I could I could piggyback on that to to finish out this talk topic um that's a great way to finish it out because although I I do have a close relationship with my mom. It definitely, as I said in the beginning of this conversation, has changed. It's evolved. Um, it was a lot. It was. It was a lot more. Uh, I don't know. Flowers and stuff and, <laughs> and milkshakes and stuff back in the day. Meaning, like I didn't feel like she can do any could do any wrong. And then I learned like that she's human too. And um, and that is part of learning, you know, like hearing, I shared with her some of the things that I felt that she could have done differently in our relationship or that I felt she was current at the time doing wrong. This was a few years ago and she did not take it well. And I learned like, you know, that kind of put a really bad strain on us. And I kind of learned my, my mother's boundaries and whether I do not um, think that they are the right boundaries to have, um, you know, that's something that I can learn from, like, you know, and I've talked to Kel about it and she's told me before she's tried to put it in perspective for me before, like, imagine this person that you gave birth to trying to tell you something, (laughs) like, and that's really the, the persona that my mother has, like, she is my, one of my biggest supporters, um, top tier supporters like I feel like she's almost nearly like a therapist but then there's always a bias there as far as you know when it comes to if I want to hash out something with her between us that's not really happening Mm -hmm. so (laughs) you know like we could talk about it but it's like I have to I have to find a really good way to deliver it and sometimes when I'm trying to do all that I feel like I just want to say, you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I can't, you know, I spend so much time trying to figure out the best way and we don't get into it like that. But like when you do, sometimes it's fiery. It's like Mm -hmm. strong, especially when you're close with a person, you just feel like, I just want to be able to let loose and I can't with you kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. because you're going to take it super personal and it's like, I just need you to hear me. So anyway, um, so again, that that's just another example of how even if you're really close to your mom, there's just some things that may come in the balance that you have to work through. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, like Kel said, you should always honor your mother um, because you only get one. Yep. 
and Kel and I have had this conversation before too. Like, no matter what your relationship is with your mom, as long as it's not, I guess, abusive. And even for some people, even if it is abusive, you know, like, you know, they still have love for their mother because it's your, it's your life giver. And when your life giver leaves this earth, whether it was a good or bad relationship, it likely affects you. Yep. It it affects you even if you never knew that person uh-huh. or never really got to know that person because it's just like, damn, this is the person that carried me in my in their womb. I wanted to get to know them. I wanted to know, you know, why they are the way they are. And like, you know, some of those things that they do might be related to who I am today, you know, right, might be reflected in my personality. So especially as a mother, I would say that even more so than the relationship between fathers and and children, because the mom literally um, carries them in the womb. You feel everything that they feel. All their wants, a, a wise woman, because um, I'm not sure if they want me to say who they are, but a wise woman once told me that, you know, when you are um, in the womb, in the beginning stages, all of your your mom's wants and desires feed into you. So um, if they are feeling sad, lonely, depressed, or anything of, of that nature, it, it could carry on to you and it might not carry on directly but like you might not feel it like instantly as a child you're always crying all the time whatever the case may be but somewhere down the line all of their hopes and feelings are somehow connected to you or to yours at some point in your life so I think you do have that special it's a special bond that no one else can duplicate Mm -hmm. with your mom whether you have a relationship with them through your primary years, or if you've never even met your, your mom, you will always have some sort of connection with them. Facts. Facts. So yes, wishing all of the moms out there, happy mother's day, especially you, Kel, you Ooh. have been such a great um, example for all of us in our crew. You always, you know, take care of your son and, you know, you're a great mother. You're very, um, diplomatic <laughs> when it comes to your relationship with his father. You you make sure you never say a bad thing about his father. And we, I have to say that because there's a lot of women who aren't that strong in mindset to, to do that. And I, I'm not blaming them, you know. I'm just saying, like, you, you have willed it that way for yourself, and I'm drunk. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, this okay. isn't coming out as eloquently as I would like, but right. you're a good ass mom. Thank you. <laughs> good ass mom. <laughs> Hashtag good ass mom. And I'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Clink. <laughs> to the good ass moms. Yes. <laughs> all right. All good ass moms out there. But in the meantime, let's get into this philanthropy highlight. Get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to do for you and I. All right, y'all. So for the um, philanthropy highlight, we are going to be highlighting Real Change Opportunity Fund, which is by Mountain Dew. In June, um, their parent company, PepsiCo, initiated a five-year, $400 million plan to uplift Black communities, strengthen Black businesses, and level the playing field 
for Black people in America. Mountain Dew is committed to fueling those who do and instigating real change. As a first step, they have created the $1 million Real Change Opportunity Fund, where they will help Black entrepreneurs who are current students or recent alumni from historically Black colleges and universities with existing um, PepsiCo relationships turn seedlings of ideas into businesses or scale existing ventures. The entrepreneurs will uh, pitch their ideas and or ventures for a chance to win a piece of the $1 million prize pool. Mountain Zoo will provide resources, amplification, and funding in their targeted effort to help shorten the historic wealth gap and broaden the potential for Black generational wealth. To find out more information about that real opportunity, real change opportunity fund, you can check them out on Mountain Dew's website at www.mountaindew.com. Yes, shout out Mountain Dew. Shout out my mommy in law who loves Mountain Dew. Shout out <laughs> I live in her Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now let's get into our last call. I like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. Last call. All right. So for today's last call, I'm going to read two of these lovely cards that I think go together well for this episode. I am falling in love with my true authentic self each day. I only focus on what is truly essential in making me happy. Um, And especially for our moms out there, it is so important. I am not a mom yet, but all I hear from a lot of my friends and you know, of course, the YouTube gurus out there is to be a, unapologetically you, especially as a mom, and not fall victim to, you know, the social media posts, um, the snatchbacks. What is it called? Snapbacks. I said snatchbacks. Mm-hmm. Snapbacks and 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 really like falling victim to those ideals. Even, um, you know, I've had conversations with some friends that are moms about like what expectations that other family members may have on you to like constantly be there for your child and, and be present with your child and never take out time to go, you know, restore who you are as a person. Um, You know, things like getting your nails done, taking a girl's trip, uh, stepping outside for a second and letting, you know, the father watch the child for a second. Like, these are things that it's okay to do. It's mm-hmm. okay to cry. It's okay to choose you <clears throat> as a mom and to focus on what truly essentially makes you happy as well as being authentic to who you are, even after you've given life into this world. Um, it's important to do that because you only become more of a mom. So if you need to get that babysitter or that nanny, you know, so you can survive do that. If you need to, you know, leave the baby with with the with the grandma or grandpa and take a trip with your with your bae, do that. You know, if you need to go get some lashes or your eyebrows done or get your poom poom wax, whatever, do that. So that's my last call for the day. Yeah, sis, y'all deserve it. And I hope that y'all get you, you a too. little piece you of too. it. <laughs> yes, you deserve it. I deserve it. it too. I deserve right. 
I cannot. I cannot. Yes. I hope that y'all, the Mama D. Yes. I, I hope y'all get some of that during Mother's Day weekend or something because y'all do need an appreciation for all that you do because it is not easy being a mom at all. But we see you. We see you out there shining. We see you and we celebrate you. Indeed. 24 7. Mm-hmm. 365. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, then. So I guess this really was a short episode, y'all. How did we deliver this? I am I don't know. Astonished. How did this happen? <laughs> Maybe something got cut off in the beginning. I don't know. I'm surprised, but I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. So y'all make sure you <laughs> make sure you follow us at Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations on Instagram. Um, follow us at CCC Vibes on Twitter, um, Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations on YouTube and Facebook as well. Kel, we still got them little Protect Our World Girls and Curls or however it goes. Wait, Protect Our Girls, Curls and World t-shirts because clearly we still got to keep pumping that message out. Mm-hmm. Um, those shirts are still available on the website as well as the CCC vibes. Um, it's a vibe shirt, you know, still a vibe. It's getting warm outside. So, you know, get your, it's a vibe tea. Um, that's still on the website, www.cognaccupcakesandconversations.com. Right. Yes. Until next time, happy Mother's Day again, y'all. And we out. We out. It's a vibe.